Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Divine Psilocybin. So today I want to talk about dispelling some of the the fears, maybe some of the um, lies or misunderstandings that there are out there about mushrooms, about how they um, affect you, what kind of way the experience you know how it sometimes frightens people off they hear you know us talking about these weird things you know you listen to some of my my stories and it's it's complicated and hard to understand a lot of this a lot of this stuff especially if you haven't taken them before i also want to approach this i want to or i want to address i guess um some of the religious like christian ideas of there's there's people that have arguments from what they believe is a christian standpoint on why you know these things are bad and it's i find it kind of easy to just dispel a lot of those and so we're going to work on we're going to work on that so, in fact, let's even let's let's start there from the Christian uh, viewpoint. Um, let's talk about basically some some people I've have had the argument say that oh these these things are evil. You're talking to spirits. You're talking to evil spirits. You're talking to demons. Talking to devils or the devil and things like that. The the problem is, is the mushrooms, the entire, like, overarching thing that they are telling you is to be a better person. They're, like, they tell me constantly, read my Bible more. They constantly say things like, you know, Jesus is god's son jesus is you know the way you should be following jesus like i've gotten that message many many times on the mushrooms and then and once again um even people that aren't christians that uh that take these things they still get this message of be a better person you know and, and i was actually talking to a friend um just just yesterday um the message that he gets from from the mushrooms is you know don't smoke as much weed as i have been smoking and i should meditate more and i should just be a better person that that's the that's the general message that comes out of here i have a hard time saying you know that oh these these things are evil when they're telling me to read my bible more you know that's what they tell you they tell you read your bible more try harder to understand what it's actually saying because um you know i i personally believe there's a lot of people out there that they've picked up their bible a few times they haven't read through it from start to finish you know they don't read the hard and difficult passages that don't make sense you know and they haven't tried to understand them you know, you got to go back and you got to read the whole thing. And that's the message that that the uh, that the mushrooms try to impart is like actually understand what you're reading, like actually go back, read it 
and understand what it's saying. Don't just, you know, don't just take your pastor's word for it. Don't just take people that have been telling you what it is, you know, don't just take their word for it. Go and actually read it for yourself, you know, go and actually figure it out for yourself. That's the message that they give. And it's, um, I just, I don't know how any true Christian could possibly say that that's a bad thing when they're telling you to be a better person. They're telling you to read your Bible, you know. And then, like I said, for for non-Christians, they're telling them to meditate, to not take drugs, to not, you know, other drugs, to not smoke weed, to, you know, when they're telling you that kind of stuff, you know, it's, um, it makes it very difficult. And I got the other, the other thing, you know, what a lot of people like to bring up is a lot of people like to bring up the, the pharmacopoeia, right? There's, um, they'll quote the, there's like two places in the Bible, I think, that specifically use the word pharmacopoeia to say, you know, don't involve yourself in potions and stuff like that and don't take pharmacopoeia. And what they're, they're – I have, I have two ways of addressing this one. Um, first of all, I, I don't know if I would consider mushrooms pharmacopoeia. Mushrooms grow straight out of the ground. They come straight up, right out of the ground. There's no chemical mixing. There's no – you know, humans don't interfere in their creation they just they're just created and they are as they are you know you can go out into the woods and just pick them or you can go out into a field and just pick them and then just eat them there you know it's the same thing as you would find with a wild fruit you know you go out and you pick a uh, pick a blackberry you know pick a pick a grapes wild grapes or anything like that you know it's this it's it's just it just grows straight out of the ground as opposed to, you know, all the pills that we take in our day-to-day lives, you know, that affect our health, you know, they're being prescribed to us by doctors and things like that. Those are chemicals that are mixed by man, you know, that humans have interfered and created as opposed to the mushroom, which is straight from God, you know. It's like, it's literally... Like I don't know how you could argue that it's not from God in a in a straight it just grows out of the ground way. You know, so I find that I find that difficult. Um but then the other way okay, so the other way to get around the the pharmacopoeia argument is you also have to you also have to understand what they were talking about at the time when medicine men back then didn't have like the scientific know-how and proof of making they didn't have a rigorous testing method for determining you know what was a good potion and what was a bad potion or a brew or anything like that so you would have these medicine men i don't know if you guys remember like back in you know like the the early american days there would be a, a man that would go around on a wagon and would sell bottled medicine to people, right? Well, the thing is, is you don't know how these potions, these bottled medicines are created because, once again, they don't have a rigorous testing system. Now, back then, when the Bible, you know, is being is being written, you can think of how even less of a 
system they have to determine what's good medicine, what's bad medicine. So you would have a medicine man that would just come into town, right? And he'd have all his potions or whatever. He'd have his medicines. And then he'd offer them to people saying, oh, this one will cure your baldness. Oh, this one will cure your, you know, and they, and they'd say, oh, this is like dragon's tongue or whatever. This is dragon's claw, you know, and it, you know, it, cure, it puts, puts hair on your chest or, or it keeps you from going bald or, or if, uh, you know, you have an infection, this will help you or, or whatever. So they have these things. So th- this is what, this is what I believe the Bible is talking about. I believe the Bible is talking about don't get mixed up with people that are selling something that you're then going to put into your body and you don't know what it is on the on the other hand mushrooms we know what they are they grow out of the ground you know we're we're working you know to figure them out right now we've we're testing you know we've tested them you can read the studies and and then us ourselves you know we know as we take them it doesn't hurt my body you know um it affects my mind yeah but it's an effect that i'm you know, happy to take on because, uh, you know, personally, I think it's for the better. But anyways, so right there, I mean, you know, it, when you read passages like that, you need to take them into context. That's my whole thing with the Bible is like the Bible is amazing. I love the Bible and I think the Bible is true. I think it's like 100% true, but I think nobody interprets it right. I think every time that you go to your to the church, you know, when you go into these fundamentalist church and you're listening to the same passages that are being reread over and over and over again, everybody's spouting the same, they'll read the same, you know, chapters, the same books, you know, and they won't go and read the whole thing overall. Um I think you're missing a lot and I think uh I think it skews your interpretation of it. I'll give you an example here, actually. We talk about angels and everything like that. Um, you know, like the standard picture that we all get as kids when we go to the church of, of what an angel looks like. You see you see pictures of them. It's It looks like a human with wings, right? Well, that's just not true. That's not in the Bible at all. In the Bible... You know, a uh, an angel is described as a as a wheel of fire with, you know, rings around it and wings coming off of the rings that are circling. You know, it's it's a horrific picture. You know, that's why they have to. That's why the angels always say, "Hey, don't be afraid." You know, it's because they're fucking scary looking. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, like actually read your Bible. Actually read what the description of an angel is. You know, and that'll change. That'll drastically change. You know the way you the way you look at it. And so, yeah, these are these are things that you need to keep in mind. You need to keep in context. So, um, yeah, a couple things to get more into, like the body stuff and how it affects you there. You know, when you do take them, look, your body is going to take on a couple effects and and maybe this 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 might be a reason why you would not want to take mushrooms okay your your body the body temperature will increase your blood pressure will increase um your heart rate will increase and so um 
you know, as far as the body temperature goes, you know, it's like usually goes up to like 99 or something like that. And like you don't go into the hundreds or anything like that. But, you know, your 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 blood's pumping faster. Like I said, your blood pressure goes up a little bit. So that's something to be aware of. But then on the other hand, you know, my my girlfriend, I've all I've all told I I think I've mentioned this. She actually has uh, a major heart condition. She she actually has a um a pacemaker in and she has not had any problems taking the mushrooms at least as far as like her heart is concerned you know what i mean she seems to be perfectly fine and actually for a while um it seemed like uh when she was taking the mushrooms her heart was actually getting better so i mean like take that for just our general look at it you know what i mean like don't don't take that as like scientific fact or anything you know what i mean but um you know that's that's how that was our experience you know was uh that she legitimately um felt like her heart was doing better you know so anyways but the, the these are things to keep in mind another thing to keep in mind like if you have like a serious mental um disorder of some kind you know if you're or if you're taking you know certain pills that are changing you know the way that you think the way that your mind works then mixing that with mushrooms is probably not a good idea like if you've got like split personality disorder mushrooms probably not good for you you know what i mean and then and then even if even if you do take them you know you'll know that first trip whether or not these these things are just not for you you know um so before you get deep into it the way I am, um, taking hundreds of trips, you know, but, um, so anyways, these are a couple things to, things to keep in mind here, you know, how it affects your body and everything. Like things, things that aren't going to happen, you're not going to jump off of a building. I mean, it, I think they mentioned this in that, that there's a documentary on Netflix called Have a Good Trip and they, they sit there and they talk about it, it, it if if someone's on mushrooms and they jump off of a building that's on the person not the mushrooms you know you know like when you're on mushrooms like the world isn't like radically like it's not so different that you're going to like mistake the idea you know of like if i jump off this building i ain't gonna fall you know and die <laughs> like it that's still there there's something else going on if someone's jumping off of a building there's something else going on if someone is um gonna hurt somebody else or somebody else is going crazy that's on that person that is definitely not on the mushrooms because reality you are blatantly aware when you are on mushrooms you are aware that this reality still exists and that you still are responsible as a human being for what you do that doesn't disappear it's not like that's gone you know like you know that if you have a gun you shoot somebody that that person you know is going to you know that you know that that doesn't disappear when you take mushrooms you know so there's all sorts of things like that um let's take a quick break um i'll come on back and we'll talk a little bit more about it 
Hey guys, welcome back. So, I think what this is all really going to boil down to, and this is, this literally might be like the final, the only thing that you really have control over, like this might be like the final thing of life right here, or the most that you can possibly get do, the, this is the boiled down essence of everything right here is appropriate interpretation. Appropriate interpretation of what is happening in front of and around you, right? And so, because if you have the wrong interpretation of what is happening in front of you, it distorts your view, and now you become, you're in a position where you're possibly living a lie. You know, a a lot of people really love to quote, you know, Jesus when he says, turn the other cheek. But then they forget that Jesus performed an act of premeditated violence. You know, he sat on the temple steps, created a whip. It says that he made the whip and then went into the temple, flipped over the money, you know, the money tables and whipped people, you know, in the Bible, um, you know, Solomon says, you know, there's a time for everything. There's a time for war. So, um, you know, a lot of people want to just take the, the pacifist route, you know, and it definitely, you know, obviously (laughs) we want to go down that route as far as we possibly can, but, uh, you know, that's not all the Bible says. The Bible isn't all sunshine and rainbows, and <laughs> there's lots of crazy stuff in there, and there's lots of stuff that just doesn't get interpreted right, you know what I mean? Um, you know, so Sol- Jesus calls Solomon the wisest man that ever lived, and Solomon has you know, 300 wives or something like that, right? And he's got, you know, 400 princesses and concubines. So how do you interpret that, you know? There are these things, they're just misconceptions. Now, I'm not not trying to interpret them myself or say, you know, what's right or wrong here in these situations, but you have to understand that they're in the Bible and you can't just take things you know, one way or another without considering all the facts, you know, and then we can learn from this from our, our day-to-day lives, you know, as, it's, as we're like looking around, if, you know, if someone's threatening you, you know, at what point in time do you, do you perform your premeditated act of, of, of violence in order to protect yourself or in order to do the right thing, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, what point in time do we go to war? What time point in time, you know, um, these things matter. These things matter. And it's not, it's not, it's not just a simple, like, black and white for every situation. Hey, this is how it's always got to be just because I read this one passage in the Bible and I didn't read any of the rest of it. You know what I mean? Um, I hope this all makes sense and, and, and once again, you know, I I I personally believe like that the Bible is 100% the written word of God and it is 100% true. 
you know that is that's my interpretation it doesn't have to be yours but but that's my interpretation and like i said the problem is people's interpretations of specific passages specific stories you know they're not i don't think they're really paying attention i don't think people are really paying attention to what's actually in there so anyways this goes into the mushrooms too and this goes into when we tell stories when i tell stories on here on the podcast what am i trying to say you know some i'm trying to interpret these things the best i possibly can and i might not be right here or there and a lot of times you know i'm i'm trying to use the words i have to reach out to ideas that you know these this could be this or this could be that or you know um i can tell you what it felt like i can tell you what my experience was um that doesn't necessarily mean though that maybe my interpretation of it is right that it is exactly what i thought it was or maybe it was something different so i'm kind of bringing this up i heard um i or i watched a youtube video of um a guy who who proclaims to be a, a christian and everything and he's into saving people and whatnot and um he gave a, a basically a trip report and his trip um very atypical stereotypical it sounded almost identical to my to well a few of my trips but specifically like we'll say my lake trip it sounded very similar the dude is like going through hell at first and then he then you know he gets through his stuff and he plops out into heaven and his interpretation of what he was seeing i personally find really wrong you know there's a lot of people that have near death experiences and they'll talk about jesus and they'll talk about like they saw jesus this is what happened and they'll come back and and they're i I don't doubt their experience at all. Like, I think their experience is, like, 100% there. Like, this this dude that I was telling you about giving his trip to report, the guy who, you know, he claimed to be a Christian and everything, he's given his trip report, and I don't doubt a single word of, like, what he actually saw and experienced. What I doubt is I doubt his interpretation of said experience, what he takes from it. You know, what he grasps and pulls back, that's, that's the part that, that, um, that we need to be careful with. We, uh, just as people in general, as we're talking to people, as in, in our day-to-day lives, as we talk to people, you need to be careful of how you interpret things from other people. You know, like they say this or they say that, you know, you need to make sure you know what they're actually talking about, you know, and, and you need to not inappropriately interpret that, you know, so I hope, I hope that makes sense. I'm trying to get it all to make sense, but yeah, um, so yeah, with the, with these these people that have these trip reports. So, so like I said, okay, so this guy has a trip report that's that's very similar to some of mine and very similar to other 
people's trips where they've gone through the exact same thing. And it's funny because I've heard this trip, you know, quite a few times. And like I said, I've experienced it as well. And a lot of different people have quite different interpretations of it. Some people believe it's God. Some people believe it's the devil. Some people believe this or that or whatever. So part of of this whole thing of this podcast and like what we're doing and like why why I continue to trip and why I continue to try to search for it is because I want to be sure that I'm interpreting things correctly. You know, I want to make sure that I understand um, what's really going on, you know, and as long as as long as it doesn't, you know, pose any like actual risk to my life, you know, of course, I I had to explain this to somebody uh, actually today, you know, it's like, I would never take a drug that would harm my body, you know, but I know that the mushrooms, I've taken them a hundred times now, and, um, you know, I, like, I know that my body is, is actually feels better than it ever did in the past, so, um, you know, and I'm healthier, you know, I go, I go to the doctor, and then, you know, the doctor says I'm, I'm perfectly fine, and, you know, I ain't got nothing wrong with me, so, um, so, the, the things that come after, you know, if you're worried about the the long-term effects, um, and we kind of got into this a little bit in the last the last episode, I've, I've, I mentioned it a couple times throughout several episodes. It's like your the way your mind looks at things, the way your consciousness like in, interacts and interprets things, is just with a much more open mind of of with that interpretation when someone when someone's talking to you you know you really want to make sure what you what you get out of it is you want to make sure that these people are saying what you think they're saying you know what i mean and you can empathize with people a little better because you know there you understand how experience itself is is wild can be wildly different for for people you know some people experience one thing one way and then other people experience other things another way and that experience shapes and changes us even though they're like you know two seem two things might seem identical like on paper but the experience that people had out of those two identical situations could be radically different you know someone could find one instance an amazing experience that they they absolutely loved and then another person can find the experience like like horrific and um you know not a good experience and so um i don't know there's there's all the all this to say there are there are like fundamental things that you have to uh, you have to work on underneath it right i mean we're talking about interpretations here we're talking about um experience but uh you know I mean, we all seem to have a body. We all seem to, you know, have arms and fingers and things like that. And we all seem to have eyes and ears and, you know. So, yeah, you know, we all keep that stuff in context, you know, as we live our day-to-day lives. Um, But, you know, it's... 
these things matter less in the grand scheme of things as opposed to your consciousness. Because when we get to the other side, we might not even have noses or ears or eyes or anything like that. We might have something completely different. You know, you have no idea what this, you know, like like if you believe in a, in that you're going to get a new body um, after you die, you know, you have no idea what that body is going to be like. It could be literally anything. Um, and then if you, if you just believe we kind of become, you know, spiritual free spirits or whatever, something like that. I mean, you don't know how, how we're going to interpret things or feel things or, you know, hear things or, or even if it, if it works that way, if it's all just blended together, if it's all the same. That's the, that's the cool thing about <laughs> like, you know, if you get synesthesia on, um, on, um, on mushrooms that's a great effect by the way <laughs> y'all y'all wondering about synesthesia get some good music playing close your eyes and if you can if you can see the music that's that's a that's a pretty awesome thing and and that might be like how you know how it is on on the other side so you know we need to take our experiences bring them into our consciousness and have our consciousness interpret them correctly and um you know not rely on things i'm gonna tell you some things that are bad bad ways of interpreting um intuition i i think i think people misinterpret intuition i think people i think people mistake sometimes intuition for um light intrusive thoughts you know what i mean um i i don't know i don't know that that i can say that anybody's intuition is is even close to 100 percent correct i mean like people have intuitions about things all the time and you don't know if it's right or wrong because the situation doesn't play out anymore because you change it based on the fact that you had some sort of intuition about it you know so and that in in turn just you know skews it wildly off and and so then you could you might interpret that your interpretation was wrong but i mean that your interpretation was right based on your intuition but um you know you don't know how it would have went the other way so that's not a good basis for making decisions you know um knowledge knowledge and understanding like especially there we go that that, that's probably the better word understanding you know understanding what a person is saying understanding what they mean what they're trying to get across you know different emotions come across to us in different ways you know like my interpretation of love might be different than your interpretation than love i've mentioned this many times you know the greeks there's a reason why the greeks had like a plethora of words for love and they didn't just use one word for love but here in america you know we are you know in the english language we we have one word for love but you know like I might ask you, hey, well, first thing, I, first person that comes to your mind when you say love, you might think, you might say your mom, I, you know, I might say my girlfriend, I'm, you know, you might say, you know, your brother or your sister or whatever, or, you know, or your wife or husband. It, it just like there's 
everybody has a different idea of what that love looks like, you know what I mean? And so then when you ask them to describe that word without specifically referencing a person or actions or things like that, you know, it makes a difference. So, um, anyways, um, I'm going to take another break real quick. Um, no, no, no ad, no ad on this one. And then, um, I'll come on back and we'll, we'll finish off one last, uh, one last go around. So when talking about interpretations, let me give you guys a, a, a couple examples of some some bad interpretations. One of the ones I often um, come across, which sounds really nice, but ultimately is missing, is the idea that uh, like we are the universe just experiencing itself, right? Somehow we're the what what it does though what this interpretation does is takes away from the uniqueness and individuality of you and your consciousness right nobody in the world has seen anything from my point of view exactly right like there's been many times I've been alone or I've been in places where nobody else has been or I've I've seen you know specific things that only I could have seen um I, oh I I I there was actually a day not too long ago where um there was like a a, a thunder rainstorm out and um I'm driving my car and I'm I'm driving it back to uh back back home and there's nobody else on the road and I see a dog like out in the middle of the road and then uh you know the like I stop dog ends up walking away from me and goes off uh, off into the woods and then um as I'm driving along then after that um I actually witness a transformer from some power lines explode like right in front of me like shot out sparks and everything it's just off the side of the road right where I was driving um so no one else in the world even saw that. I was the only person that saw that. This this was just like one, you know, just a few seconds of my life. Nobody else has experienced what I experience. And I don't want anybody else to have the exact same experience as mine. My experience is unique. It is unique to me. And I want it to remain that way. I I don't want to be you, you know. I think that's a bad idea. I don't want to be God, you know what I mean? And I don't want to be the universe. I want to be me, you know. And um, and 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 not like I'm not trying to say that like in a in a selfish kind of way or anything like that. What I'm trying to say is that all of us are unique everybody's unique everybody has their own individual story and nobody else's story is exactly like yours some might have some similar instances some might have like you guys were you know you and somebody else were together at a at a concert or something so you guys both saw the same show but they weren't sitting in your seat 
and you weren't sitting in their seat and you weren't looking through their eyes and you know your mind interpreting the music was not the same as their mind interpreting the music you know you guys weren't feeling the exact same thing you know you might have felt something similar but your story is unique you are a unique person you are an individual you know and and everybody's special in that way everybody's special that their story is uniquely theirs and no one can you can you can try all you want to explain every little detail to somebody else but but no one will ever get it exactly the same way that you do so um anyways so that's that's why I think the in, the interpretation that we are somehow the universe or we're God experiencing, you know, um, experiencing the universe or anything like that is, it's just a, it's a bad interpretation. I think, um, I think it it takes away from your individuality. So, um, well, anyways, uh. Let's talk a little bit real quick. I, I want to, before we finish off here, I'll finish off about 10 minutes here. Um, I want to talk what I'm actually, you know, if if you, any of y'all are new to the podcast or if y'all want me to, like, I don't know, I'm trying, what I'm trying to do with the podcast is I am trying to use it as a think piece and get the think out into words right i'm i'm using it this podcast to try to work my way through these ideas try to get them out you know and and try to put them in some sort of order basically as opposed to just flying around my brain all the time you know every time i come across these instances like i said of of a of a post like on facebook where they're saying oh we're just the universe experiencing the universe you know when someone says that right i have what i think about it and so now i'm trying to get that out i'm trying to interpret that correctly i'm trying to express that and i'm trying to express it the best way i can and so um no one should ever take <laughs> You guys should never, ever take, like, what I say as, like, the absolute 100% truth or whatever. Um, it's what I'm doing is I'm trying to find the truth. I'm trying to find it, right? And when we find it, when we do – as we're working through this, as we're working, you know, through the mushrooms, through the podcast, as we're talking, as we're discussing these things, what hopefully will come out in the end will be something that resonates through and will – hit multiple people and everybody will uh, everybody will recognize it as truth right and so that's what we're trying to work towards we're trying to work towards something that is going to hit everyone you know whether it be i I mean like i don't i don't know i don't know what i want to say this but you know maybe it'll open everybody's eyes or maybe it'll change everybody's perspective or maybe who knows what it'll do but we're trying to dig down and we're trying to find that something solid truth that we can't find an argument against you know so that we can 
have a solid rock to stand on. You know what I mean? That's what we're that's what we're doing, right? We're trying to find that place to build our house. We build our house on a rock, not on sand. You know, um, if you guys get that metaphor. So, and sometimes that's what we have to do. Sometimes we have to talk in metaphor to get around to understanding these things and figuring figuring out how to use language appropriately um how to use it in a way one of the biggest problems i have in my arguments with people online on facebook well not arguments but discussions or arguments with like my father or arguments with my girlfriend or anything like that it's probably more so like 95 percent of the time is a is a problem of words. It's a problem of how we're expressing it and how the other person is interpreting it. You know what I mean? And then and then us too, we have to interpret their words correctly. We have to understand what they're saying and what they really mean by it. Not just what, you know, what the words lined up, you know, we you don't want to interpret it your way or someone else's way. You want to interpret it their way. That's the way to interpret something. You know, when someone is speaking to you or someone is expressing something to you, you want to ex- you want to interpret it the way they are interpreting it. So, and then on the flip side, us we need to we need to hone our words in so it's easier for them to interpret it to interpret our words our way we don't want it to be you know able to be misinterpreted we don't want it to be interpreted in a way that's not um just not what we mean so i hope that all made sense um yeah so so that's that's kind of what the what the podcast is right now and that's how i mean discussion of ideas explanation of you know the experiences that i'm that i have on the mushrooms we're trying to you know explain them and then appropriately interpret them so and then um you know i hope other people are out there are encouraged um by the way that I'm trying to interpret things, the the way the experiences go through and everything. I mean, I could easily see and we've had discussions and I and don't don't get me wrong, I've had I have even had thoughts about, you know, like my lake trip being a bad thing, you know what I mean? But the experience was just too amazing to 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 pl- just plop it down on on the bad side, you know it's not that simple. You can't just you can't just say that. You know what I mean? Um, you can't just say like I I I don't know. I mean you can try to say it, but I mean it just it won't resonate with me at all to just say that like mushrooms are just bad. They're just bad, evil. All you're doing is talking to devils or demons. All you're doing is you know witchcraft or wizardry or something like that you know it's like that's that doesn't that doesn't resonate that doesn't that doesn't hit 
it's not the experience. The experience isn't like that. In fact, I would say that mushrooms are the most Christian experience I've ever had. I've never had an experience all the times I've gone. You know, I've been to church where I've had wonderful, heartfelt, open moments, you know, where, you know, I've, I've, I've felt the praise and everything like that. But um, no moment at the top of that could ever come close to the top moment on the mushrooms, you know what I mean? And, and, and like, you know, once again, don't, don't misinterpret what I'm saying here. It's just there's more to it. It's more complex. You can't just write them off. You can't just write mushrooms off and say they're just drugs. They're just bad. They're just evil. You know what I mean? You just I, – I don't have a, an appropriate argument on that side you know it's just it doesn't fit with the reality of what happens when you take them and after you take them it's like life doesn't get worse life gets better you know like visibly better like you see you see changes radical changes you know what i mean some of them are hard to deal with yeah but um but overall there's there's a piece there that you end up developing after having seen what you've seen. And once again, like the things that you see might be scary, you know, like on the mushrooms, you might have a bad trip. It might be scary, but just because it's scary doesn't mean it's, it's bad. You know what I mean? There's a difference between... There's a difference between fear, you know, as a crippling device that's being used against you versus an appropriate fear, a fear of the Lord or something like that. Like what, you know, like in the Bible, right, the beginning of wisdom is the fear, fear of the Lord, right, um, is the fear of God. That's, that's a different type of fear, than a fear that's controlling you, that's controlling your life, you know. Just because you're just because you're scared doesn't mean that you shouldn't step bravely forward closer to that thing that scares you. You know what I mean? That's the whole that's the whole image of in Moses the the snake in the desert, right? And this is how Jordan Peterson connects it to Jesus Christ, right? Because Jesus compares himself to that snake in the desert as well. Um, you know, the snake, snake is lifted up on a rod. And so whoever goes forward and touches the snake, right, is is healed, right? That's It's because they're facing the fear, you know? And so as Jesus says, he himself has to be lifted up and everything. This is how Jordan, like I said, this is Jordan Peterson's interpretation of this, which isn't a bad interpretation, you know? I I don't know how far I've really dug into it, but, um, you know, it's starting to make sense right now as I'm saying it out loud to you, right? It's like, you know... So we gotta, yeah, we gotta... Just because these things might seem scary just because they might produce a little bit of anxiety when you take them and everything doesn't mean that we shouldn't step forward bravely and confront you know whatever is being shown to us because it might be the truth you know i think the truth uh i think the truth is out there somewhere 
somewhere between, you know, the mushrooms and this podcast and me and you and us having conversations together and trying to figure it out. So, anyways, all right, I'll let you guys all I'll go with that. We'll just leave that off. If you guys... um. If you guys want to get a hold of me, and I've had quite a few people do it now, just um, you guys can just email me. Just it's just divinesilsibin at gmail dot com. So um, feel free to message me, ask me questions. You know, I'll be as open and honest as I possibly can be. Um, so thank you guys very much for listening, and and like I said, we'll continue to try to dig through and find what we can and. I guess I guess we should look at this podcast as as a as an exploration, an exploration together to to try to find try to find truth. <laughs> so all right, thank you guys.